The opening chapters of the Bible are the seedbed for the truth found throughout the rest of Scripture. As we study the first 11 chapters of Genesis, we will discover principles that can guide us as we seek to have a new beginning with God. Are you in need of a spiritual reset? Good news. Our God is the God of new beginnings. Let's join Scott Pauley now. A lot happens in 2,000 years. In fact, a lot happens in one year. I'm realizing the older I get, the longer I live, how much can transpire in a very short period of time. In Scripture, uh, we, we are reminded that through the centuries, God is at work. Through the millennia, uh, some things don't change. Many things do change. The Lord is always the same. We've been concentrating our study on the first 11 chapters of the book of Genesis, and there's a reason for that. That's not just a, a haphazard choice. Genesis 1 through 11 has been called the seedbed of doctrine, that every major doctrine in Scripture finds its, its inception, its first revelation in these opening chapters. One of my favorite authors, a man by the name of J. Sidlow Baxter, said it this way, he said, the major theme of Scripture may be compared to great rivers ever deepening and broadening as they flow. It is true to say that all these rivers have their rise in the watershed of Genesis. So in this book of beginnings, there's a section of many first mentioned things, and that is Genesis 1 through 11. Think about it just a minute. You have the beginning of the human race uh, in chapter number 2. You have the beginning of marriage in chapter 2. You have the beginning of both human sin and divine salvation in chapter 3. You have the beginning of family in chapter 4. Uh, you have the beginning of nations and government in chapter 10. You have the beginning of languages and then of the Hebrew race in chapter 11. I'm telling you, there's a lot of first mentioned things here. The only thing that didn't begin in Genesis was God because he has always been. And so we've been concentrating on Genesis 1 through 11, and I say again, a lot happens in 2,000 years. In fact, did you know that as many years transpired in Genesis 1 through 11 as will transpire from Genesis 12 through the end of the Old Testament, through the silent years just before the New Testament Scriptures begin? Let that sink in just a minute. You have 2,000 years of what we would call human history in Genesis 1 through 11. Then you have 2,000 years, roughly, of Hebrew history from Genesis 12 through Malachi and through the 400 silent years. And then you've got 2,000 years of church history, starting in the New Testament with the coming of Christ to the hour that we're living in now. I, I repeat, a lot happens in 2,000 years. You, you do have to wonder what the next 2,000 years will hold, don't you? 2,000 years from now, you're going to be somewhere. See, you have an eternal soul. 2,000 years from this moment, you will be either with God or you'll be separated from God forever. Someday, time will be no more. So what does that mean to us who are living in time? It means a couple of things. First, it means that the eternal God is working his eternal plan. God's the same. So uh, we, we're a long ways removed from Adam, a long ways removed from from Noah, a long ways removed from what happened to Abram and coming forward through the children of Israel, and yet, same God. The God of the Old Testament, the God of the New Testament, the God of the Bible is my God. 
the God of creation, the God of salvation, my God. And so the eternal God is working his plan. And the other thing that is very pertinent and practical and personal, I think, is that for us who are living in time, wherever we are in this timeline, only God really knows, but only eternal things will last. In the end, the only thing that is going to continue forever is that which is connected to our eternal God. And so I wonder, in our lifetime, in our little span, in our, in our part in the, the story of human history, uh, what are we giving ourselves to that really is going to last when it's all gone? Uh, homes, houses don't last. Businesses don't last. Money doesn't last. Accomplishments, they don't last. What lasts? Our eternal soul, the eternal souls of those we love, and everything we know about the eternal God. Yes, a lot happens in 2,000 years, but the only thing that really matters is that which is connected to God. That's why I want to show you something really interesting today from the beginning of Genesis chapter number 1 to the end of this section. Uh, I think a common thread, and I don't know that I ever paid any attention to it until we started meditating on this section of the Bible. How does Genesis begin? How does Genesis 1 begin? It begins this way. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said. And we know it began with creation. We know it began with the Lord on the move. But specifically, it began with the Word of God. God spoke. How did all this get set in motion? What was the the real beginning of this world, of mankind, of all we enjoy. It all started with the Word of God. Now come to the end of the section. We've studied through these 11 chapters, this seedbed of doctrine. And what's the opening phrase of Genesis chapter 12? Now, the Lord had said unto Abram. <laughs> this, is, this is so fascinating to me, but it all began with the Word of God, and it all continues with what? The Word of God. Every new beginning, every establishment of anything hinges on the Word. We're told uh, that the world is upheld with the Word of His power. Somebody said, what does the earth hang on? It's suspended in air. It's suspended on nothing. No, it's held by the Word of God. And you are held by the Word of the living God. And I want to say to you that the God who spoke, who spoke it all into existence in Genesis 1, and the God who spoke individually, to Abram at the end of Genesis 11 and the beginning of Genesis 12 is the God who wants to continue to speak to us today. We've been talking a great deal about finding your new beginning. I want you to know the new beginning always begins with the Word of God and the God of the Word. If you need a new beginning, I'm going to tell you what you need. You need to come to know God through His Word. You want to meet God? Would you like to meet God before you meet God? See, someday we're all going to meet him face to face. We're going to answer to Almighty God. But would you like to know him before you see him? I'm going to tell you how to do that. Through the word. God reveals himself on the pages of Holy Scripture, and we meet God in the Bible. If you need a new beginning, you need a new beginning in the word of the living God. Perhaps you're listening to me today, and you've never really had a personal relationship with God. I'm going to tell you how. The Bible says we're born again by the word of God. In other words, through the Word, God's Word will help you understand the gospel, who God is, why Christ came, uh, how simple it is 
to, to put our faith in Christ and Christ alone for our soul's salvation, have our sins forgiven, and know God and have peace with God. We wouldn't know any of this if it wasn't for the Word. The new beginning starts with God speaking. And if you're a believer and you say, well, I, I know I'm saved, but boy, I've made a mess out of things, or my life is a mess. I need a fresh start. I need a new beginning. I'm going to tell you what you need. You need to get back in the Word of God again. You need to meet God again. You need to have a fresh encounter with the Eternal One to, to come to really understand who He is and what He wants for your life. And through the Word of God, God will push the spiritual reset button of your soul and God will give you a new beginning. The only way to find your new beginning is to come to God. And God will give you what you've been searching for all along. From start to finish, from beginning to end, it all hinges on the Word of God. Would you listen today to whatever it is God is saying to you? And as you do, you'll find your new beginning. No matter where you are or what you've done, you can have a new beginning with the Lord. A great way to experience this new beginning is to have a fresh start in your devotional life. We encourage you to get into God's Word. On our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find a wide variety of devotional plans from which to choose. We hope they're a blessing to you. Thank you for joining us today, and may God help you to enjoy the journey. Thank you.